0: Health Quest Radio. It's Dr. David Kobaba on AM Five Sixty, the answer. Three, two,
1: hey, everybody. Oh, yeah. It's happening all along the beautiful shores of Lake Michigan. Meaningful, life-changing moments all around the world. HealthQuest Radio goes airborne, wheels up. Copy that. HealthQuest Radio proudly presents Adventures in Health with your host, Dr. David Kolbava.
2: And uh, happy, happy new year here uh, at HealthQuest 2023. Happy new year, Tomas. Happy new year. Time's flying by fast. What did you just say? Time is flying by fast. <laughs> yeah, it's already, what, the seventh today, and I don't know how many days we've gone without sunlight, but that's okay. <laughs> you know, isn't it funny? We use excuses for everything. So if we're in a bad mood, we go, "Well, you 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 made me mad," or uh, "It's the cloudy weather," or something. You know, you just we 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 watch for triggers. It's kind of like as if, uh, and I know we don't want to, you know, blame others, but it's so easy to blame others, and so we do. And it, and it may not even be a human being; it could be the weather, it, it could be our untrained dog, or maybe our untrained children, um, untrained, uh, politicians <laughs> <laughs> the drive us crazy here, but happy new year. Um, <clears throat> a week or two ago, we were, the title of the show was, uh, symptoms are overrated as so many, as so many items of interest in our society today. Uh, so, so much drama, so much drama, behind everything and like the, the little things are big things now and so many of the traditions that we know um, are, are, are fading and, and there obviously are some of us who are concerned about those traditions those things that we could depend on to anchor ourselves to and I think technology has had a, a, a big part to play there because it, it swooped in, you know, the past few decades, and, and it's consuming us uh, to the degree that we actually call ourselves here in this capitalistic society of ours, God bless us, a, a very highly consumered or a consum- whatever, consumerization. Yeah, how about that one then? There, there you go then. That we are heavy consumers of just about everything. We just eat it up, spit it out, and move on and ask for the next one as if one experience is dwarfed by the next one and so on and being the great consumers that we are and the over consuming that we are indulged in uh, our body itself is ravaged by that process and diseases of today are not the same diseases of yesteryear now there was a way that you could follow in the pattern of mankind you could see Certain diseases historically followed us wherever we migrated to geographically on the world stage. There were diseases that just were part and parcel of being human. But throwing into the mix the technology and some of what we, I would say, most of the diseases, most of the maladies, most of the health conditions that we suffer from in this day. Uh, an age of ours uh, are significantly different diseases than than before interesting too that you would say that the diseases from historical evidence can show us a certain pattern of those diseases sure there were the plagues and such communicable diseases and such but it it took a long time for for the stats to change it was as if those diseases like a wolf pack Following the the deer or the antelope, whatever, it seems like there was a stability therein as well, where the diseases uh, augmented uh, uh, very very slowly, and 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 then so too the augmentation or the uh, 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 compensation uh, 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 happened in, in in the prey. So so the deer evolved, and then the wolves evolved then the deer evolved and the wolves evolved and the this this back and forth is what is has happened in 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 human beings with respect to diseases and the diseases and infections that that preyed upon us but in as you watch the statistics though a sudden swoop a sudden emergence of certain diseases have j- just showed up and whether you want to call it polio you want to call it even COVID, uh, uh, Alzheimer's disease. I mean, Alzheimer's disease statistically was, was not prevalent at all till, till the, the early 50s. Um, grandma might have been losing her mind, but it wasn't Alzheimer's. It was more of a dementia so you almost could say, well, then what happened then? All of a sudden in the history of man, you know, the, 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 the back and forth going on between the, the infectious diseases and conditions and so were somewhat compatible with the competition between the two. That which was uh, diseased or sick uh, or infected versus the agents or the microbes that were chasing it. And so we, one was very close, like that cat and mouse kind of thing. But then something happened. Many of these diseases that, were, that never were all of a sudden showed up on the scene. And you'd say, well, when did that happen? One could say that it happened about 140 years ago. And then another swoop, another drastic change occurred uh, in the 40s. So one would have to say, well, did the human body change? And say, well, no, the human body didn't change. Did the microbe change? Oh, yeah, yeah, the microbes change. You got these. You got. You got MRSA. You got these. These antibiotic antibiotic resistant. And you got these mega uh, uh, bacteria. And then you got the COVID. You got these viruses. It's so easy to blame the microbe as if something abnormal happened to them when they went through a mutation that that far exceeded our ability to adjust for those uh, alterations and mutations but that's not happened what happened first was the change in the human now you might say well how did we change and i'd have to admit we really didn't change well now you're confusing me now you're saying the microbes the viruses the virus and all those they haven't changed but although they have because i can prove it there are bacterium and viruses out there that weren't here before and now you're saying it isn't that And then you're saying, well, humans didn't change, but now you're saying they did. Clear it up, Dr. Kobaba, clear it up. Well, what what happened to us humans is what we started to consume and take into our body in the form of food, air, water. In other words, the human body didn't change until the environment around it changed, and until the environment inside the body started making for the changes. And I say, well, what what could that have been? Well, you imagine for thousands of years, organic food eating was the way it was. There were no food additives, right? That's one oversimplified example. For thousands of years, everybody on the planet ate organically. But then something happened. Man started to fiddle with things. We started to adjust for environment. We said, I don't want to just eat bananas in the tropics. I want to eat bananas in Chicago. I want to have vegetables and fruits as much of the time of the year that I choose to. And so with that adaptation the technology transportation supply and demand and then the emergence of 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 some of these uh, chemicals we'll say in general you know chemicals are derived from wherever we find these elements on the planet and we we found that in the in the early man salting meat let's say just throwing salt on it preserved the meat so you could eat in the wintertime the meat did not putrefy if left unto itself. So, sure, early man was trying really hard to preserve uh, the, the, the food elements. And I'm going to talk more about this as the show goes on, um, because it makes sense that if the environment brought on diseases as we know them today, and, and see, they've been with us long enough where we think, well, didn't, all, didn't everybody have the flu? Didn't everybody have this? Didn't everybody have that? but it's not true that the prevalence of the diseases of today are similar in any way of what they were even 140 years ago. Now you'd say, well, why do I need to know that? And I'd say, well, there is a reason why you'd want to know it. And I think that as the, as the, the, the program goes on today we think about what I call the Goldilocks factor you know we all know the Goldilocks story it had to to me it had a lot to do with too much too little and then the 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 uh, what I call the uh, the just right part of it uh, when you think about the just right part of Goldilocks we're really speaking about a balance and HealthQuest Radio almost 40 years I should say 40 years now in the air It's all about balance. The Goldilocks factor may be still in force today, even though the standards of living through the years has been adulterated and changed immensely and very quickly because of technology. So you gotta keep it right here, okay? Oh, I wanna ask the question too, if I could find it here. Uh, Was Goldilocks eaten by the bears? I'll let you know when we come back. keep it right here.
3: Pick up a bottle for you and your family today.
0: Go to HealthQuestRadio.com. Go to HealthQuestRadio.com.
1: Dr. David Kolbaba, natural health care practitioner, board-certified clinical nutritionist with advanced degrees in clinical nutrition. Now, did you know Dr. Kolbaba is one of only nine doctors in the whole darn state of Illinois that has attained this level of education in clinical nutrition? He's one of America's original health coaches, and he is a board-certified addiction professional, and he is the founder and show host of HealthQuest Radio, Chicago's longest-running health news and science show.
2: Glad to have you be with us on this uh, first uh, Saturday of uh, of uh, 2023. That's what we got to call it now. 2023. Got to remember that. Would you remind me, please? Because I need reminding. Um, <clears throat> I asked the question right before break. Um, was Goldilocks eaten by the three bears? I mean, I have questions about my past, my childhood. <laughs> And I always wondered, I've got, I've, I've got the answer. And even if it were true that, e- even if she didn't get eaten by the, my question was, did she live long enough to be arrested and convicted to pay for her crimes? Yeah, we never heard about that. Oh, I also want to give you my take on what happened with uh, Damar Hamlin at, in the uh, NFL game uh, this last Monday night. People are asking me uh, to uh, to share my thoughts on what happened there, and I, I want to do that with you as the show progresses here, I want to get back to the Christmas thing and mention um, a couple of observations that I made this last Christmas uh, season. It's kind of like as if it was a year ago, right? It's funny how we blow by things so quick. As I mentioned before, we seem not to be able to take time to be in the moment with anything, yet we're somehow distracted through the day, all through the day, with our electronic devices, the same kind of technology that brought on some of the stresses that literally, I believe, is responsible for over 95% of the diseases uh, that we suffer from in this modern society of our of ours. You know, just like there are third world countries where those who live in those third world countries suffer from uh, diseases we don't suffer from or conditions that we do not suffer from here, the reverse is true. So one would have to say, well, what was he getting at before the break? Well, if if the humans slowly evolve, and I say evolve, meaning modify, adapt to the environment, and the microbes and the viruses, the biologic entities that attack us, that kind of keep us honest, they change and morph through the years, Well, what happened that the diseases of today are not the diseases of yesterday? And the thing we, the 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 uh, obvious answer to me when I think about the uh, mechanism of how that happened, it's not to blame technology. Technology. It's just to say that our environment changed, meaning that which came to our body from the outside. And then that converted what was going on in the inside, making normal function of the body less available, less possible for a normal functioning body. So the dysfunction of the body shows up as a, as a disease. We talked about comorbidities all through COVID. One would say that if I'm not doing as good a job as I could be, and most Americans are not, even though we have an abundance of food, choices to make, somehow, most of us of as Americans, we really fell to the comorbidities, meaning the susceptibilities of COVID. Now, one would say, well, that was COVID, but I'm not going to get cancer. And I, and I say, well, wait, wait, wait. It just so happens that the same comorbidities that lead to a susceptibility in COVID are one in the same with the same susceptibilities, the same comorbidities that lead to diseases. And then we take the medications, which just last week, new off the press, uh, anticonvulsant, a very common anticonvulsant found to lead to Parkinson's. So now we have diseases that are were led into because of a medication or a medicinal intervention that we're that we're using. And, and I find that rather peculiar that we're so quick to go to drugs rather than change the environment, the lifestyle, because lifestyle is one and the same with environment, you think. I mean, environment is just a word, like comorbidity is just a word. The comorbidity has to do with you doing stupid things and eating stupid things. And when it came to doing good things for you, you didn't do them. So the closing speed between doing what is unhealthy and failing to do something that would be healthy, let's say walking every day, the two of them combined create an environmental change, a catastrophic change over time. And that's one of the reasons why chronic degenerative diseases are at an all-time high. Infertility in our 20 and 30-year-olds at an all-time high. Our children are going through puberty at 8 years old instead of 13, 14, 15. Women are going through menopause in their late 30s and early 40s. Men are having impotency issues, erectile dysfunction, you know, in, in their late 30s and 40s. You, you look at this, and I could go on with the list, but it's not about dumbing us down, but it's it's just maybe checking in with us. And I think Christmas... A few days ago, not last year, but well, it was last year, but a few you know days ago, I have been asking patients this question uh, this 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 last past week, and I said when a, when you think about the quantity of the food that you eat in any holiday, your birthday, anniversary, Christmas, you know, Fourth of July weekend, Labor Day, Valentine's Day, whatever it might be, my question was zero to ten. To what extent are you overeating? Zero being, I'm not overeating, I'm eating the normal amount. Now, of course, the average American's already eating, you know, in my belief, 75% too much food per day anyhow, and that's why we're overweight. So already, if a person said they ate normal amount, you'd say, well, you, you're eating what you normally eat, but that's still overeating. But I did ask the question, to what extent are you, um, are you eating a higher quantity of food on those holidays as, 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 it, as compared to the non-holidays? And of course, all the answers are eight, nine, ten. And then I say, well, if you're going to eat on these holidays, what food choices are do you tend to make? Are you eating? Are you overeating? Um, are you overeating sal- salads? Are you overeating green beans? <laughs> are, you over, are you overeating pudding? <laughs> are you over drinking water? And, of course, you know the answer. I mean, look how you would answer it. Okay, I'm overeating. Yeah, and I'm overeating the crap. Okay, yeah, it's the crap. I'm eating garbage food. Matter of fact, we go to each other's parties. I hate to tell you, we're not necessarily serving the best foods or the best drink. Normally, we we, 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 we bring the, the, the cheap, crappy stuff out when we do have the parties, not thinking I want to spend more time and energy on what I'm going to serve my guests this year. Now, I find that's contrastingly different with the patients in our office because they're changing. Because even if I asked you this question, if even if you had a piece of junk food, we'll say a pizza, we'll say you had uh, beer, or let's say you had, uh, you name it, you know, chocolate. And if I said to you, now, when you did have the pizza, was it the tombstone type out of the freezer? You know, was, was that what you did on your pizza day, your pizza moment? Or did you go to, like, I like Pequod's in Chicago. You know, they're rated you know, probably top four in the United States, but it doesn't matter how they rate them. It just happens to be rated high, even in the world community of pizzas, because it's a great place to go and, and have pizza from the standpoint of quality. So if you get a pizza, which one do you want? Do, do you want to get the best you, if you get a piece of chocolate, is it what you got at the gas station? And it doesn't mean you need to spend tons of money, but need, maybe we need to shop and search more. And I find that people are going to the crapola stuff. They're, they're thinking that quantity is, is quality. If I have more chocolate, it'll suffice. And when we eat the garbagey chocolate, we tend to eat more because our body keeps searching for the essence of goodness in the food we eat. Now, I know it's going to happen here, I know I need to take a break in just a second, but I want to get back to Goldilocks. Was she eaten by the three bears? And if she wasn't, then did she live long enough for her to be arrested and convicted, maybe pay for the crimes? And I do want to talk about the NFL incident this last Monday night, Damar Hamlin, and give you my take on it. Um, but at the same time, I want you to go to healthquestradio.com. There's a, a, a an immense amount of information there to encourage you forward when we think about the Goldilocks factor, the too much, too little, or maybe to making it just right. Keep it right here. You're listening to Chicagoland's longest running health news and science show. It's Dr. David Kolbaba. Almost all disease is stress related. So, how do you score on the stressometer scale? On average, day to day, 0 to 10, with 10 being the worst? That's what I thought. And I know if you could have done something to lower those stressful burdens of yours, I know you would have done it by now. But here's something you can do right now, not tomorrow. Try Quiet Mind today. You see, Quiet Mind is a classical herbal stress management formula used for centuries in traditional Chinese medicine to help nourish and calm the heart, even your heart. Quiet Mind is designed for those with anxiety and those who have sleep issues related to stress. Quiet Mind also contains Special herbs traditionally used to help reset organ systems ravaged by ongoing stress. You know, you don't have to be stressed out to do something, so call 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855.
4: New look, same trusted formulas. As part of Wakanaga of America's 50th anniversary, their flagship product, Kyolic AIDS Garlic Extract, has a new look. The new packaging clearly communicates each formula's unique characteristics and benefits at a glance. The added QR code allows consumers to scan for more info. Aged garlic extract has been shown to support optimal cardiovascular health, including blood pressure and cholesterol, immune function, and more. It is organically grown. And AGE is the most researched garlic supplement on the market, with over 900 scientific papers from prestigious universities and research institutes around the world. There is also a new, vegan-friendly version of Kyolic's original cardiovascular formula. Visit Kyolic.com for more information about Kyolic's quality supplements to support your healthy lifestyle. That's K-Y-O-L-I-C.com. Kyolic Aged Garlic Extract Supplements are available at natural health retailers nationwide and online.
0: It's no mistake that you're listening to our show today. Please call our HealthQuest Radio hotline at 800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855. Make this one phone call one of the most important phone calls you'll ever make. For your sake, 800-794-1855. to HealthQuestRadio.com.
2: All right. So if we talked to you about your last holiday, the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, how did you do with the quantity, and how did you do with the quality? And even when you did not so good with the quality, and you had that junk food, knowing that there are better versions of that junk food, did you find yourself rethinking what you were going to do when you approached that food? I mean, I got to tell you, and I, boy, I I don't like saying this, but when I go to get-togethers, I have to say that there's a substantial amount of garbagey food now it may look good, you know. It, it may, you know. I've. <clears throat> Do you have somebody in your life that stops that jewel right before they get to your party? They bring the little packet of vegetables, the slimy little mini carrots, the the celery with the brown ends on them, and the cauliflower the, or the uh, broccoli that looks like it was picked four years ago. Yeah, it just I, you know what I'm talking about. So even if it's a if it seems to be a healthy. A choice for you to pick from, it's, I ain't putting that in my mouth. I mean, so when it comes to healthy-looking food, food that's healthy, it can be less than what it should be. And I'm not trying to sound like, you know, I'm high and mighty. I know people in third-world countries could pick in our dumpsters and be better off than they are without. But I also want to say for those of us who have the ability to make better choices, what is it that we're doing that we're making those better choices? Or maybe what are we not doing that we're not making the better choices? And we keep using the excuse, you know, maybe next year. You sound like some coach of a losing team, the Bears. Maybe next year. (laughs) Maybe next year. I just don't want them to kill our quarterback. You know, he's making up for all the loose ends, and I'm afraid he's going to get himself killed out there. And again, in a few minutes, I'm going to talk to you about... uh, my take on, uh, Demar Hamlin. The idea of Goldilocks, the Goldilocks factor, uh, the original Goldilocks story came out in 1837, the story of the three bears when it was first published by Robert Suffley and it describes three bears, uh, the, the, in his version, the were somewhat well-behaved and civilized, uh, He's often given credit, Robert Softley, that is, for the first recorded narrative about Goldilocks, Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Main character in his version was an intrusive older woman. So, you know, OK, that the conversion happened, changes occurred. Now it's a, you know, blonde uh, Goldilocks Um one could say the theme of the story is how your actions might hurt others as illustrated through the concept of trespassing or or breaking and <laughs> breaking and entering because that's what she basically did right um, her real name in the in the original story was silver hair or silver locks and of course that went to golden locks and then Goldilocks which sounds good to me um, so how does it end? I was wondered whatever happened to her? Because I know the, the little bear finds her in, in his bed or whatever after she's eaten the porridge. And then what, what happened to her? Did they kill her and eat her? I mean, I, I, mean, I just always wondered. Uh, so the bears return. The, the little bear finds his empty bowl, his broken chair, and the old woman, you know, sleeping, which is Goldilocks, the young woman, now blonde. Um, somebody's been lying in my bed, and there she is. So, they, so there was this big moment. Um, Three bears come home. They find the empty bowls, broken chair. And then the the Goldilocks is sleeping in the baby bear's bed. Um, So anyhow, uh, she jumped out and got away. That's my official understanding of it. But interesting that Linda Marquis, a a judge for the Department uh, of uh, the Nevada 8th Judicial uh, District Court Family Division, found Goldilocks uh, guilty recently of trespassing and theft uh, in a mock trial, in a courtroom at the family division of uh, of uh, district court, uh, so interesting that the, uh, the Goldilocks was found guilty, uh, but she since has passed and was not able to uh, was not able to be incarcerated for the event. But um, but the idea of Goldilocks in my mind was. The too hot, too cold, too soft, too whatever. to, To me, in navigating in life in this thing called health, when we really think about making our lives just right. Without being perfect, there's that just right. You know what it's like when you're eating that favorite food, hopefully the higher quality version of it, and you're drinking that favorite beverage, and you say, it's just right. There's a moment right now that makes me feel just right. And so when we're wanting to take those first steps, there are are choices we make. We're talking about the Winter Survival Kit a little bit in in shows recently because of the obvious weather situation. Today, Quiet Mind. These are nutritional uh, uh, helpers. That, that can take us to a place of, what would you say, higher proficiency and maybe more comfortability when you say, hey, I'm actually getting healthy doing something with my life. More Health Quest, keep it right here, would you?
5: You remodel your kitchen, you remodel your bathroom. Now, remodel your gut. That's right, your gut.
2: All you got to do is watch the TV screen holding on to life. It's what we saw depicted when DeMar Hamlin's heart stopped beating during the uh, National Football League's game between the Cincinnati Bagels and the... Did I say bagels? (laughs) Hey, this is a serious story here. And the uh, Buffalo Bills... On Monday night, when the crowd went silent, Hamlin, a bill's safety, uh, had taken a hit from the chest on the shoulder of, uh, from the shoulder of the Bengals' receiver in what appeared to be a routine play. Afterward, he stood up a few steps, then he fell back onto his back, unmoving. According to the reporting, uh, those reporting at the scene, personnel administered CPR on the field, and used an external defibrillator, um, they confirmed that his heart had stopped and then regained. Ambulance enters, you know, the field takes him away, stabilized now. And you've got a, a, a semblance of people, albeit doctors, giving their... You know, two cents, their take. I found it interesting that when he was there and all was quiet, understandably so, there was a sense, a feel, that something really bad, it's not just an injury where you're writhing in pain, but the lack of response from the damage was the critical point that somehow instinctually everybody that I saw on the field got a sense of. It seems like everybody got the phone call in the instinct realm that something bad, something dire was happening here. No one was really taking the cues on the CPR part. It was somehow there was a transmission of information that came to all of us that something was different than other NFL injuries on the field. The dead silence, even when they went to studio, was was amazing to me. And in that crowd, the stadium and those viewing on TV, the Monday night football thing, atheists, agnostics, devout Christians, loosey-goosey Christians, lukewarm. It was interesting that the term that was utilized more than any that I heard over that hour before the incident and then the cancel, cancellation of the game, suspension, whatever, was the word prayer. And I found it interesting, and I wanted to bring this out because you probably saw it or felt it too. The inability to control a destiny led with, with just just pray, just pray, just pray. I, I, The out of controlness of the situation was you just just gotta pray you just gotta pray just gotta pray, he's 24 it doesn't make sense it wasn't a catastrophic hit, just pray just pray the tears on the field those that followed the ambulance to the hospital prayer vigilances outside just pray, just pray Just pray. And even now, I don't care what you think you hear, what you come to believe as to what happened on that field, so you can book it, so you can shelve it, so you can, in a sense, place it in place of uh, in your brain so you can go on with your life as most have already by now. To think of the deafening quiet that I saw in those studio places and on the field and in the minds of all the people that saw that and could have said that could have been me. Okay, I don't play in the NFL, but that could just as well be me. The deafening silence that led thousands upon thousands of people to just pray, just pray, just pray. And I thought, why do we have to let our lives get to a point that is so out of control that all we can do is pray? Prayer is awesome. Even left to the ungodly, prayer is all they had Monday night. That's all they did. And in some semblance, in some way, it unified the lost and the found, the Christians, those of faith and those without, the the just to say pray just to say pray brought people together in a way that i thought why does it have to be a cataclysmic catastrophic event for any of us in our personal lives before we get our act together and so when i think about goldilocks and the nfl <laughs> i'm thinking how do you make your life just right how do we make our lives just right. Not perfect, just not to this, not to that, but just right. So we can get into a balance and stay on that balance, live within the balance, live a long time and get everything out of this life that I believe our creator has meant for us to get. 800-794-1855, 800-794-1855 is the number to call. That's our HealthQuest radio Hotline. You can call at anytime 800-794-1855. We have resources for you to start taking that first step, not waiting for a catastrophic event to happen, but you got to make it happen for yourself first. 800-794-1855. Got to take a short break, be right back. It's Dr. David Goldbaba. It's HealthQuest Radio. The truth is, viruses cannot be killed. And unlike bacteria, viruses are not alive. A virus is what we call a biologic entity. But we can still do something. We can destroy a virus or even keep it from being able to launch its attack on our bodies before, during, and after exposure. And this is why you need to get the kit are a winter survival kit. Your body can protect you from these infectious bugs, but but it needs a little help building up its immune defenses. And the best offense is a great defense. And that's why you need the kit. It's a perfect strategy for every infectious bug, as well as those non-living, can't-kill viruses. Our winter survival kit is a must for your home or workplace. It contains targeted nutritional components that can get the job done before during, and after any infectious exposure. So get the kit. For details, call our HealthQuest Radio hotline, 8800-794-1855. That's 800-794-1855.
0: Go to healthquestradio.com.
2: You know, some people said regarding the incident of the game on Monday night, it was so awesome that DeMar Hamlin, whatever happened to him, that it happened to him there. Where would he rather have been but there? Because of the heroism, the instrumentation, the technology. The wherewithal that helped him reclaim his life. He was dying. And then given life. Through technology. Huh? We started the program talking about how technology has handcuffed us. Brought diseases that never were, that are, playing big time. In the society today, where would we have rather him be? And then I think of you. And then I think, where is it that you are? Well, some of those that I know that transfer out of our state, like so many are, with Illinois being the second most exited of all the states in this country, people will shop out other cities in other states and they look for the churches. They look for the good schools, a good house, and a hospital nearby. Why? Well, Where would you rather be? But close when needed. But I think some of us, we want to be covered for the fear and the apprehension that we have about our lives because we know we're not maintaining this life and so we want to be around other people who can save our ass. And you wonder why and how people can live off the grid. I say I know why. I know how. They're confident in their body. They have a confidence in their personal health. They have a confidence in what they're doing in their purposeful life that gives them credibility, mental and emotional credibility that they can do fine. They don't need to be a half a block away from a hospital because their body is self-contained. And now 40 years on the air, HealthQuest Radio is all about trusting our bodies, but getting our bodies healthy enough that we can trust in them again. And not believe all the fodder that we hear from even medical specialists who tell us we have to live with a disease or take a medication that we no longer need to take if we only could get ourselves healthy. You know, it's, it's almost like a week doesn't go by when a patient of mine, through the work of their doctor who administers a prescription, takes them off the prescription and says things like, I've never done this before. You're one of the very few I've been able to see a reversal. But because the people get healthy, one of the ways you can help yourself get healthy to get to the just right place that Goldilocks is talking about, not too much, not too little, because that's why we're taking all the drugs, because of too much, too little. To have it be just right means you're right with yourself and your body is right with you. 800-794-1855 is the number to call. 800 794 one eight five five, and that number, and that no, it tells me we're, we're almost out of here. Okay, so with that in mind, listen, pre-order the book, The Caveman Way to Getting Healthy-er. I mean, we always talk about here getting healthy, but it's really about just getting the er, getting a little healthier than you are, and it's like breadcrumbs in the forest, remember? It kind of keeps you going, get healthy-er. Maybe that's the way to go. Call that number, would you? 800-794-1855. Be a part of our family. 800-794-1855. Thanks for listening. You be blessed, okay? Okay.